Yo, what's up? I want to welcome everybody back to the Prolification Podcast. And first things first, I do want to give a give a thanks to all my supporters and everybody who really be tuning in to listen to me talk. Um, basically about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. So I gotta I gotta show love. I gotta rock with y'all for that because I don't. This shit don't got no structure. I just kind of speak on whatever I feel uh, because whatever I feel is is like whatever you feel and whatever I feel is the truest to me in the moment of feeling. So. Um, I would just kind of go off how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, how I'm moving, and uh, so on and so forth. So I definitely want to, you know, just let y'all know I appreciate y'all, um, and I won't be forgetting about shit. Even though it might seem like I do, I don't. Um, so if you follow me on Instagram, right, we're going to go ahead and get into the topic of today. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably seen a couple, maybe like a week ago when I posted that the next or that this episode was going to be for the boys. Um a lot of people ask me what did I mean by that, and I don't really say too much. But really, what I meant is, I want this episode to be talking directly to, um, to men. To be honest, because that's the demographic I'm a part of. That's a factor that goes into my life's um, fruition every day, um, externally and internally. So it's very important because I know I'm one of billions on the earth, especially you know around me, one of many who probably go through the same experiences have the same thoughts have the same feelings on a day-to-day basis so i kind of want to just talk to y'all uh because i'll be feeling like we be needing people to talk to bro um it really don't it really don't come as easy as people may think it come right so uh that's really the topic of today so if you're a woman on here and you listening you can still listen because you interact with men on a daily basis i'm i'm pretty sure i'm positive 100 of women interact with men to some extent every day so this is something you could probably learn a lot from too, because what I say, uh, what I say is not law, but what I say is truth. You know what I'm saying? It's not going it may not be true in every scenario, but it's gonna be true in a lot of them. So y'all go ahead and sit back and tune in to what I'm about to let y'all know. Right? So the topic of today is methods for men to better themselves. Right? Um, and the reason I want to talk about this is because me personally, I was feeling a little What's the right word to describe? I was feeling a little stagnant and a little lost in my, in my, in my purpose and my mental, in regards to what it is that I want to do, what it is that I am doing, how I'm going to do it, so on and so forth. Um, so I just kind of, it kind of just came to me like I can't be the only one feeling like this. And the more people I talk to, the more I realize it's exactly that. I'm not the only one feeling like that. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and share with y'all some some of the key points or some of the mental points that I get to. If y'all do hear like you know, a little bit of nature in the background. That's because I'm outside. Today feel good as fuck. I'm not going to cap. Um, I don't know where y'all are tuning in from because I get a lot of listeners from different places. But it's nice and it's sunny where I'm at. So I'm on the porch. I'm enjoying the wind. I'm enjoying the weather. And I'm really just, you know, trying to put myself in a good environment. So without further ado, I'm going to break it down, right? So the first aspect I want to talk about is the realms of our health, right? So for men... In order to build a good foundation for health, bro, like, you have to firstly understand what a priority is, right? And what and how priorities can shape, make or break your life, basically, if I'm going to keep that shit a honey, right? So when you understand or look into the idea of a priority, that is something in which you place a certain amount of value into doing or into accomplishing, into attaining, whatever the case may be, the 
the priority could be something. It could be an action. It could be a object. It could be a person. It could be any of that. But those are the key components or the key things that really shape how our lives play out on a day to day basis, right? So, um, one priority that we that hopefully a lot of us got is uh, like when we wake up. What's the first thing we do when we wake up? What do we do? We shower, brush our teeth, get ourselves together to where now we feeling good, so we can do good, right? It's always in that mental of feeling good because the results or the sensation is in the feel right once you feel something it's it's therefore true to you so you have to understand how the priorities play a role into your life right um the next thing you got to do is understand how to place desires with priorities right because while they are interconnected they're not they're not the same they're not synonymous right they're not interchangeable because sometimes your desires are truly setbacks or are detrimental to your priority or to your growth or to your success and anything like that in that nature so you got to understand where your desires lie in coordination with your priorities because if you don't they're gonna constantly be at odds with each other and that's some shit we really just don't want right because What's the point? <laughs> like, let me get an example. What's the point of buying a fucking Ferrari if the engine fucked up? You know what I'm saying? So our desire, right, made us go out and make that purchase because we want we wanted to look good, we wanted to see that shit or whatever the case may be. But the priorities wasn't straight. I didn't even check and make sure the engine was cool. So I really want y'all to think about it in that terms when you think about the relationship between your priorities and your desires. Right. They could benefit each other and they could, you know, complement one another or they can work directly against each other. And that's something that you cannot allow to become habit in your life. Right. Now, I want you to understand your needs. So your needs and your priorities often align with each other. Right. But sometimes you have to place need in the same equation of priority because certain things can be misconstrued to be more important than others. I'm keeping. I'm gonna keep it transparent. I'm gonna keep it simple, right? So you have to be able to identify what is more of necessity versus priority, right? So if I was gonna give y'all another another little analogy, another little example, let's go back to the car situation. Say we actually get the car, right? The priority is to get to work. The priority is to get to work. But the need is to get gas. The need is to get gas because the need is something that you got to do prior to the priority, right? Because the need is like right then and there. It's urgent. It's prominent. It's imperative to the situation. You got to understand what the need is in these dynamics because they can either, like I said, make or break. All this shit is make or break. I'm not going to lie. You feel me? Like what we have to understand is in our lives for real, if we're going to keep that shit a buck, we got to start feeling like LeBron when he went to the Heat. Like, we got to start feeling that shit. It's championship or bust. You feel me? Because a lot of this, a lot of the shit we going through right now, it, it don't matter. If you don't, that's how life is. I'm, I'm like, let's let's just keep that shit a honey. If you don't, if you're not seeing success, that shit don't matter to nobody. It's not even going to matter to you. Right? So, all this shit, you got to start thinking about this in the mindset of a championship or bust. I'm, I'm going to keep it a honey. Right? Lastly, in those four, in the four pillars of, you know, intricacy that I'm going to talk about, right? So the first one was priorities. The second one was desires. The third one was needs. This last one, but not least, most certainly not least, is sacrifice. Sometimes you have to sacrifice in order to attain. Like, 
I don't know one person who hasn't had to sacrifice something, right? It could be small, it could be major, it could be, it could be beneficial, it could be def- detrimental, it could be anything. But sacrifice is gonna come with that shit. I actually dropped the video on my Instagram, a real, and I, the whole purpose or the whole theme of the video was that victory sometimes stands on the back of sacrifice. Sometimes, if not all the time, stands on the back of sacrifice. Because we always have to, you know, let something go or we always have to, you know, put something on the back end. And, you know, we always have to compromise in some realm or some reality in order to get to where we want to go. So the four, and I'm going to reiterate these real quick before I go on, the four key imperatives of our lives as men or as people, because these are kind of like, these are kind of neutral. Like this can be for a woman or a man. Our priorities desires, needs, and sacrifices, right? I'm going to talk about them again. I'm going to name them again. Priorities, desires, needs, and sacrifices, right? Now, if you really want to just stop it right here and say, okay, damn, let me write these down. Go ahead. I want y'all to take a piece of paper out. I want you to literally list every priority that you have or that you think you have at the moment. After that, go ahead and list all your desires. Go ahead and do fives, three to fives. Three priorities, three desires, three needs, three sacrifices in order to get all that shit done. And then y'all let me know how that shit line up with y'all going. Y'all come back to me. Y'all, y'all, y'all talk to me directly, right? So now I'm going to make this part a little bit more specific for, um, for the man himself. Let me see. Okay, cool. So we back. Um, so now I'm going to get into men specifically. Now I'm talking to the men directly, right? So, the first realm that I really want to talk to y'all about and really coach y'all up on is the physical realm, right? Um, In regards to this, I'm going to break this shit down as simply as I can. In your physical, bro, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, if you know me, you you probably already see, already know where I'm going with this shit. Get your ass up and get in the gym. I don't give a fuck what it is that you're doing. Get your ass up and get in the gym, right? Because I'm I'm just going to put it like this. In order to be successful, you have to be healthy, bro. You have to be healthy. You have to be healthy. I'm not saying go in there and try to be a bodybuilder. But I'm saying go in there and work on your physical being because in that work, you're going to develop certain habits or certain principles that's going to play a part in your other lives. For example, I go to the gym. Damn near every day. So on surface level, you might think like, okay, cool. This motherfucker in the gym all the time. God damn, he want to get swole. He want to get big. But really, but really, that may not even my priority. But through being in the gym every day, I'm developing my skills of discipline and consistency. Because I'm going to keep it 100. If you know me, you know I motherfucking dread going to the gym sometimes. But what do I do as I'm dreading going to the gym? I'm packing my motherfucking gym bag. And I'm I'm getting in my car and I'm driving to that gym. You feel me? I'm actually beating you there. I might tell you, let's work, let's link up and work out, and I'm gonna beat you to the gym. And you just getting nah, bro. I've been for like 45 minutes. I've been I've been working. Shit, what you trying to work on? You know what I'm saying? Because I know how imperative it is for me to work on my physical, right? Because I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like a lot of people pay attention to that shit. When people see me now, they be like, damn, bro, body nice as fuck. And why this is a little superficial. We as men, we like compliments, bro. Keep it 100. We like compliments. 
We like we like when people can acknowledge some shit that we doing well and give us our kudos, give us our cool points. So let's stop pretending like that shit don't matter to us, and let's start making it a habit to get that shit. Like I love when people compliment me on my body, even though it get a little redundant at this point because I've been doing it for a minute. I still like it. It still lets me know, okay, I'm doing good in something at least. Shit, if I don't got nothing else together, at least I look good. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of give you that just that cushion to be you. You know what I'm saying? So. Nextly, same play into the health. You got to eat right, bro. Because when you eat right, it plays a part into your physique, into your physical. You feel better when you eat the right foods. You get what I'm saying? Some people can't even perform in... (laughs) Some some people can't even perform in certain scenarios the right way because they don't have proper diets. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, like me, I'm going to speak on my person every time. I cannot eat certain foods because they break my skin out and they give me acne. What does acne do to me? It makes me self-conscious. It makes me hesitant. It makes me doubtful of my appearance, of my of my looks, right? So then that plays a part into how I carry myself, how I present myself, how I interact with other people, and how did that start or what did this problem arise from? My diet. What was I eating? You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying you're going to get acne if you eat you know, that, that Haagen-Dazs ice cream, but I'm letting you know what the fuck happened to me. I got acne from that shit. I broke out. You know what I'm saying? I'm still recovering. So, you know, you got to take part or you got to take accountability in what you're putting in your body so then you feel better on your day-to-day while you going out and you conquering or while you going out and you working. You get what I'm saying? Thirdly, and arguably most importantly, hygiene, bro. It's hygiene. There's there should be no way, shape, or form that you that you not showering every day, not brushing your teeth every day, not not cleaning your not washing your face, not getting your nails done, not getting your like not attending to your 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 skin, bro. Like I don't understand where the fuck this narrative that doing like I guess I'm gonna use the word pampering for lack of better lack of better uh, terms has been considered a feminine thing, bro. Like. Y'all have to understand the definition of feminine and masculine. That's a whole nother conversation. But y'all have to y'all have to understand, bro, that shit is good for you. What the fuck? <laughs> like, let's keep that shit on it. That shit is good for you. And I'ma even keep that shit in one plus one terms, bro. If you don't know already, women love a well put together man, bro. Like if a woman, if you go ahead and put a poll up and ask women, do you pay attention or do you notice how a man's hands look when they talk to you? They're going to say, yeah. Do you notice how his shoes look or how his fucking, how his teeth look or how his hands look? Any of that shit, they're going to say yes. They pay attention to that shit. Why? Because that's what they pay attention to. Women love getting their nails done. Women love getting their hair done. You know what I'm saying? Women love doing those pampering, those, you know, well-kept things for themselves. So they're going to notice it in other people. And they're going to make note of that shit. You get what I'm saying? That increases your appeal to other people. Also, not even just women. Because we're not doing all this shit for women. We're doing it for ourselves. But in terms of how people look at you in general, perception is everything. Perception is life. So if I go out and I see a man who's well-groomed, well-kept, you know what I'm saying? Nails clean. You know what I'm saying? Skin on point. Hair looking good or whatever the case. Smell good. Shit like that. It makes me, it, it puts a it puts a note, a mental note in my head like, okay, bro, put together. You know what I'm saying? I could have everything going wrong in my life at one point and nobody will know because I got a nice looking 
shit on, my hands are done, my 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 skin, I got a haircut, all that shit like that. You get what I'm saying? And bro, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. That shit make you feel good. How many dudes in here when they get a haircut, they don't start feeling themselves? They wanna be outside, right? They wanna they wanna know they wanna know what a what a woman at. You know what I'm saying? They wanna they wanna go outside. Bro ain't been outside. Bro ain't left the crib in a week. Hair fucked up. Soon as you soon as you get that line and you out here. Right now you not not what's the move? You know what I'm saying? What we doing? What we doing this weekend, bro? You don't even party. You don't even go. To, how old are you? You get what I'm saying? But that's just how it be. Like, come on, bro. Let's 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 keep it a buck. My little brother, 15. If he get a haircut, he wanna be with me. You know what I'm saying? He he wanna know what what we got going on. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta understand how shit like that just just goes into it, bro. And all of those things play a part in your aesthetic. Aesthetic is almost everything. The way you look and the way how pre- well the way you look and how presentable you can be to another person is everything in this world. Because people are judgmental. Keep it a honey. People judge you, bro, and we're men, so we kind of get it. Sometimes we get it the worst. Not saying can nobody get it bad, but sometimes we get it the worst. So if why not? If I have a hundred percent sovereignty or a hundred percent reign over my aesthetic and my appearance, why am I not taking advantage of that? It's only going to help me. It's only going to make me feel better. You get what I'm saying? So, pro tip, go out, get your nails done, bro. Go out, get your hair cut, bro. Go out, get a gym membership, bro. Planet Fitness, $10. I don't give a fuck. What nobody say? If you got $10 in the account that you can spare, go get you a motherfucking gym membership, bro. And go ahead and get to it. You feel me? And just and just start your journey like that. Once you start feeling better on aesthetic, now it's, now it's easier to get you know what I'm saying, emotionally together. Because a lot of that shit on the, on the outside, in fact, impact the shit that's on the inside. And with that, I want to transition to the next part of our lives, which is our emotional well-being, right? Like I mentioned earlier, bro, sometimes we get it the worst, right? Sometimes we get it the worst from men and women alike, from kids and elders alike, we get it the worst. So you have to understand how important it is for you to surround yourself around people who have your genuine best interests at heart because a lot of people don't understand or don't even take into the take into consideration how emotionally fragile or emotionally responsive men can be right we always hear this stigma about women being so quick to temper and women being emotional but i always argue to people men are just as emotional right you have heard you have heard people say like sexist ass shit like oh a woman could never run the country Right, a woman could never, a woman couldn't be president because she she has she'll have a, temp, a temper tantrum or some shit like that. Yet again, we've only had men president and men pres- presidents, and we've been in how many wars? Right, so you know what I'm saying I'm just I'm not going to say you know we it's not a it's not a comparison, but I'm just saying men are emotional creatures, bro. I know how things make me feel, so. If I know how things make me feel, I have to start controlling the things around me, starting with the people I care about, starting with my loved ones, right? Make sure you're surrounded by people who are supportive of you, bro, who are understanding of you, bro, and just are appreciative of you. You get what I'm saying? Because they are the ones who are going to hold you accountable. They're going to be the ones who tell you, hey, bro, your haircut fucked up. <laughs> hey, hopefully they do. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a, hey, they're going to they gonna let you know, bro, that fit ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Or, bro, like, what, what's, what's going on, bro? Like, Yo, you, you, you like, you smell like, 
Like, you stink like motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? So, you got to find those lovers who can not only correct you, but can, you know, uplift you and, you know, point you in the right direction and just keep you grounded. Because that shit plays a huge part into our development, into our growth. And that's something I have to learn. You know what I'm saying? Withdrawing myself from the wrong environments and placing myself around the right company. Um, Now, I want y'all to talk about... This is something that's becoming more popular in our communities, but it, it hasn't been very popular. Um, therapy. Um, a lot of people, and I'm speaking on my own behalf and my own experiences, what I've seen, a lot of people have a lot of, you know, pent up animosity and emotions and, and trauma that they never talk about because they don't know who to talk about it to. Go get a therapist, bro. It's only going to help you. It's not going to It's, it's going to help you and it's going to help people around you because then you'll be able to express yourself in full to those said loved ones. Go ahead and get you a therapist, bro. I, I went through it. I, you know what I'm saying? I know other men who went through it. And you have to understand, bro, if you can't communicate your feelings, you're always going to be in this constant state of stagnation and, and, and stoic and, melancholy, uh, and melancholy feel because you can't speak. It's like it's like having I got, I got a little sister and sometimes she's talking now but I remember at certain points she would you know she would be frustrated or she would be crying and she couldn't verbally tell me what was wrong so it only made me mad it made me like what the fuck is like why are you crying you get what I'm saying and now we're adults and we're dealing with other adults women and men don't want to put up with that bro we too we're, we're too grown we're too we're too mentally developed to put up with temper tantrums from other adult men. Right. And women. So you have to be able to go ahead and take that step into learning yourself and into developing your emotional sense, because people, the presence of a person who's emotionally intelligent and emotionally known of themselves can be felt tenfold by the people around them. Because presence doesn't lie. Aura doesn't lie. So. Go ahead out there, bro, and invest into, invest that time, invest that thought into your mental. I mean, not into your mental, but into your emotional because it matters, right? Um, next, I want you to talk. I, I really want you. I'm putting this in here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak on this, and I'm going to tie it into emotional because this ties into how we feel a lot. And I'm and I'm a, I kind of alluded to it at the beginning. Sometimes when our life or when our goals or when our purpose isn't aligning with what we want to do, we feel down about it, right? Or sometimes we may feel down about something that we don't even, we don't understand or we don't recognize why it is that we feel that way. And it's because we lacking. What are we lacking? We lacking purpose. Shout out to my boy Malik, uh, Malik Travell the other day. He dropped a video uh, talking directly to men and his, the beginning, like the opening thesis of the video was, Y'all ready? <laughs> y'all ready? I'm finna let y'all know. I'm finna let y'all know what it was. His opening thesis was, "Your purpose comes first, each and every single day. Don't you ever forget that, right?" And that shit resonated with me so much because of the fact that some people move without purpose, and me myself being a person who at one point moved without purpose, I I can't I can't fathom. I can't stand being in that in that in that emo that mental and emotional space of of lack of purpose, bro. And when you don't have purpose or we're not chasing your purpose, everything around you seems to dull. Like y'all ever seen that movie Limitless? 
with Bradley Cooper, you know, it had the it had the drug that made him super smart, turned into a genius. If y'all notice how the aesthetic of the movie changed once he was able to find purpose, at the beginning of the movie, the shit was in black and white. Or it was gray toned or whatever the fuck you want to call that shit. Because he didn't have any purpose. But once he took that drug and it opened his brain or he shifted his focus to the things that were purposeful, that were meaningful to him, it made everything so vibrant. And I really want y'all to take that, take that demonstration of aesthetic, of visual, and apply it to your life. Without purpose, you're going to be emotionally, sta- emotionally stoic. You're not, you probably won't feel shit. You probably won't think about shit the same. Nothing really will matter. You feel me? You kind of be disregarding, real nonchalant. That's because you don't have no purpose, bro. But in order to get that purpose, what you have to do is first understand it. First acknowledge that feeling like, damn, I hate feeling like this. What am I going to do? I'm going to find me something that I know going to bring me value, going to bring me benefit. And from there, you just got to understand. Understand that through that through that one simple shift, your emotional, your, like, your physical, all that shit going to change. Because when you got purpose to something, it adds value to it. It adds stake. It adds reason to do. And as men, we have to be on a purpose, bro. We have to be on a purpose. We won't feel fulfilled until we get on a purpose and successfully and progressively work towards that purpose. That's when you add a different layer of life that seems like an ecstasy. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, right, tying into that whole that that paradigm, that mental shift of purpose, we're going to get into the mental aspects of our lives that I really feel like we need to talk about, right? I just spoke on one of them. It's purpose. Purpose is everything. The reason why you do things drives the reason to do things, right? I'm saying it's not. I, I saw a video like I'll be on social media, uh, and I be trying to, you know, I'm trying to get my influencer game up and shit like this. But I saw a video and it was talking about the man who, and, and it's crazy attached to fitness, but the man who goes to the gym. <clears throat> excuse me, the man who goes to the gym, um, when he doesn't feel like it, is going to beat the man who goes to the gym when he only feels like it. Why that is because he he know he's driven by a, a deeper a deeper consciousness. Fuck, damn! I got I don't I don't want to get up for work. Damn! I don't want to get up and do this. Damn! I don't want to get up and go there. But I got I'm gonna do that shit because I know the yield is gonna be wholesome. It's gonna be I know it's gonna help me out. I know it's gonna work for me. You know what I'm saying? I know it's gonna put me in a better position than I went to sleep in. So I'm gonna do that shit anyway, right? And that's the benefits of having a purpose because you can get to those places. Right. Next thing I want to talk about is controlling your urges. <laughs> right. Controlling your urges. Controlling your urges. And this can be in a in, in a such. In, in a really multifaceted level, but I'm keep that shit simple, bro. I know you may want to do something for that temporary satisfaction, but think about that long term, that long term fulfillment. And this can be this. can And like we men. So let's let's talk. We This can be sexual. This can be, you know, quick, flip. It'll, like it could be, it could be a multitude of things, bro. But you gotta control your urges. I know. Yeah, sometimes you wanna spaz out. Sometimes you 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 wanna you know tweak on somebody, or sometimes you just wanna you gotta let that that tension out, that that anger, that frustration out. You gotta let it out some way. Control your urges, bro, because a man who can control himself is a man that can win. People who can't control themselves, people that allow other factors to dictate how they live, you'll never be free. And you actually, bro, I'm reading a book right now called The Way to Superior Man, and they talk about this shit. And when I read that shit, 
it enlightened me. They had a chapter. I just read it recently, so I'm going to break it down to y'all real quick. They had a chapter in there, and they were talking about one who breathes from the front, down the front. I can't, I can't remember. Forgive me on the wording, right? But essentially, the entire chapter was telling you that once you learn how to breathe, that it's going to start to impact how you respond and how you react and how you go about things. Stop and breathing sometimes. The way you breathe can affect the people around you. It, it, it enlightened me and opened my, opened my mind to so much shit that I've literally lived through. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even, how could I not have thought about this before? So I just want y'all to work on controlling your urges because sometimes them shits be setbacks. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes them shits not worth it. You got to be able to determine that, right? Um, next, I want you to look to experience. Look to experience. Look to experience. Because oftentimes experience is the best teacher, right? My father, he, he's one who always tells me, he, he instilled in me a, a quote or a, a, an idea in me, like, since I was a shorty, right? And he said, if I myself, right, ran down an alleyway in the dark, and tripped and fell into a into a ditch. And I get out. I climb out. You know what I'm saying? That, that shit was hard. It took me a minute, but I climb out. And I walk out of the alley that I see you heading into, right? And I tell you, hey, bro, look, don't run down this alley. If you do, I want you to stay on the left side of the alley because it's a big-ass ditch on the right side that you're going to fall into. It's hard as fuck to get out. I just had to do it myself, bro. Just If you're going to run down here, stay on the left side. Now, if I'm that person who just got told to stay on the left side, right? Why in the fuck would I disregard that information and run down there on the right side and say, hey, bro, I don't go lie. I don't believe you. I got to see that shit for myself. And run my dumb ass into that ditch and fall and have to, you know, struggle to get myself out. Why would I do that with somebody who already, ex already experienced that for me told me what to do, right? Smart people learn from their mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. So if we're going to be men, we got to be wise. We got to be smart too, but we got to be wise, right? I don't got to bump my head for me to know some shit is real. You got to learn from experience, right? Also, though, I'm not saying not to say walk around pussyfooting and, you know, never try no shit. Don't do that. Try from experience that way too. But avoid unnecessary experience. And that's what a lot of people don't, they never grab the concept of unnecessary experience. So I want y'all to pay attention to that because that shit right there, once I, once I kind of engraved that into my mental, into my decision making, it kind of helped me out a little bit. It, it, it saved me and it spared me from wasting time into things I didn't even have to waste time into. And in tandem with that, I want y'all to, you know, reach out and look for mentors, bro. I, I've, I could count a mentor that I've had personally since I was in the third grade. I always got a mentor, somebody who can coach me, somebody who can just give me a little insight and help me make decisions for the better. People who care about me, people who look out for me, people who've aligned in some type of purpose or some type of interest that I have who I know going to keep me in the right direction, going to put me in the place, right? So you got to understand mentors. And shout out to my boy Malik again. Hey, look, when I get the chance, I'm getting him on here because he's one of the wisest, smooth-talking motherfuckers I've ever seen. He say right there two words, coaches and mentors. In the video, coaches and mentors, right? Understand that those people are people you put into place to help you regardless of situation. They're your coaches. They're your mentors. They're there for that purpose, to help. 
right? And I want y'all to imagine. Okay, so it was it was an audio book. Y'all can go ahead and get this on audio. It's called Go for No. And in the book, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get y'all a brief a brief description before I you know before I get us up out of here. In the book, a dude basically was struggling. Somehow he hit his head and he transported into another reality in which his current self made one different decision or decided to shift one mental pattern and it turned into his perfect self. So his his lesser self was talking to his per, his perfect self and was coaching it up and was telling him, bro, you got to do this. If you really if you really want to get to where I'm at or to get to where we can be, you have to do this. Right. And I'm I made this episode because I don't want y'all to have to hit y'all head and have some type of fucking dream, epiphany, miracle transformation. You can think about that shit right now. You know what you want. You know what you want to do. You know what you want to be. You know what you want to get. If you had to tell yourself, okay, what the fuck am I doing wrong? What am I not doing that I know if I start doing it's going to get me to where I need to be? What would you tell yourself? Would you tell yourself, okay, cool, fuck the gym, I'll go maybe next week? Would you tell yourself, nah, I mean, I, I, I know I ate... I know I ate bad for this whole month, but I mean, I fuck, I ain't go, I ain't go start eating healthier. Fuck that shit. I'm gonna die anyway. You know what I'm saying? You are you gonna tell yourself, man? I know, I, I know this shit ain't really worth it, but I, I might as well do it anyway, just because, right? Or you gonna start telling yourself, hey, bro, look, get on your shit, bro. Like we need this. This is how you gotta talk to yourself in my head. This is how I talk to myself, bro. We need this. What the fuck is you doing? This way you want this? Are oh, you wanna stay here? Oh, okay, cool. You like, you like not having, right? <laughs> you not you like not feeling how you want to feel. Okay, cool. Keep doing that. And by me talking to myself, right, I can act in my higher consciousness and act as my perfect self without even being my perfect self. So I'm gonna leave y'all with that. And oh damn, I'm never gonna forget to get y'all a little quote. I'm never gonna forget to get y'all a little quote. Hold on, I've been I've been writing down quotes for because you know I write every day. If anybody don't know, I write every day. But I've been writing down quotes for a little minute. Let me go ahead and hit y'all with some shit that I thought about. Let me go ahead and hit y'all with some shit that I thought about. Mm. Let me see. Go ahead, give me, give me, give me some time. Give me some time. Give me some time. Okay, cool. Okay, so I'm. This is not really a quote, but this is something I wrote down and I thought of off the top of my head. Hey, if somebody else said it, you copy me. I'm I'm patenting that shit first. But right, one day I wrote. When I was writing down my affirmations and I was writing down my goals and shit, right? One day I wrote the quote, courage is not the absence of fear. It's the action in the face of fear, right? And in tangent with that, I wrote, don't hide from fear. Walk into fear prepared to do what it takes to overpower it. I will be fearlessly attacking of fear, right? Don't hide from fear. Walk into fear prepared to do whatever it takes to overpower it. I will be fearlessly attacking fear and with that i want y'all to walk away i want y'all to walk away today thinking okay cool how today or how can i from now on fearlessly attack my fear and with that i want to thank y'all for tuning in i want y'all to be prolific i want y'all to be successful i want y'all to be productive Uh, i'm your host marquise and we out